We bring the noise. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. We ain't with that no more. This is the dude saying backwoods. It's grown folks talk. Hosted by yours truly. <laughs> Tune that. AKA Chocolate Poppy. Don't act like you don't know. Here on Do Saying Backwards, we have a grown folks talk with real niggas. None of that fake shit. So tune in. Kick back. Light one. Post something. And enjoy. Do Saying Backwards. Yay, yay, welcome to Ducey and Backwoods. Make some motherfucking noise! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mama, your mama, your mama, your mama, your mama, and then some. I am your host, Toon Day, a.k.a. Toon Got Jokes, a.k.a. Chocolate Poppy, a.k.a. Chocolate Baba for all my Nija people, a.k.a. the Pinky Ring Player, your, fa- your, your baby mama's favorite side nigga on the side. Yeah, that's my name. All type of names and shit. I got shit going on. Yeah, on the side side, you know what I'm saying? Because it can't be the side nigga, because them <laughs> niggas get killed, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I got my main man here with me. Um, before we introduce our special guest, you know, LA's finest. Sir, push up a lot. <laughs> Tyson Jr. Mr. Run the Fade, yeah. I, I, what was the other name that we had? The Kappa Hawk. <laughs> the Incredible Kappa. Let's give it up for my man Rick. Let's give it up for Vic. You know what I'm saying? We don't clap for you when we start, nigga. We gotta clap for you, nigga. You're the fish, brother. Say what's up, my man. Appreciate the intro, my nigga. Bro, listen, you, you're a legend in LA. I told you about that. Bro, listen, the gas is real here. Okay, yeah, we gassing on Full on gas, bro. But, uh, <laughs> we here, dog. What's happening with y'all? We back for another episode. We in the building. Let's get it. Ooh. Subtle, like always. I'm extra. And that's how we work. Uh, So. Yeah, we have a very special guest today here on Deuce and Backwoods. Let me start the gas, because I'm about to start gassing the fuck out of you real quick. Um, a good friend of mine, uh, Brooklyn native. <laughs> Gotta let that be known, of course, because he's gonna let me know. Brooklyn people are very egotistic. Um <laughs> But this is a man that have come has come a long way. Um, actor, innovator, grinder, believer, and just overall dope nigga. Let's give it up for Mark Rose. Make some noise. Yes, sir. Hello. Welcome to, to Deuce and Backwoods, my brother. Thank you, my dude. Yo, so first and foremost. Wait, real quick, I'm proud of you. What? <laughs> yeah, you see, I told you I was going to throw Oh, yeah, you're going to throw some shit at me. Uh, brother, I appreciate that, but it's not about me. It's about you today. Um, <laughs> Mark, okay. Brother, let, let's start. So you're an actor. Is there anything else that you like to go by that people don't know you as? As far as my name? That's your career. Oh, I mean, yeah. Because a lot of people get labeled as actors. A lot of people get labeled right. as comedians, and they don't know that, you know, I'm a writer. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I do this. I do these things. You know, they don't, they tend to label people as just what they're known. So what What about you that yeah. people don't know about outside of acting? Yo, honestly, for real, for real, I'm just a creative. Like, before I got into acting, I was designing. Really? I mean, yeah, and I wasn't born wanting to design. I, it was just something I seen I wanted to get into, and I said, let me, let me try that. And acting was the same thing. It's, it's just the acting uh, is what became more successful. So is that how you found your way to L.A.? Yeah. That's, okay. the, only way, that's the only reason. I really? Like when I was in New York, yeah. I, um, <clears throat> I got word that they was, Hollywood was getting ready to start all this Tupac stuff. You know, like mm. this, was before, this is when they was trying to brainstorm the movie years ago. Right. You know, um, so before you go on, let me explain to people and let them know. Uh, Mark is the 
starring actor of the Unsolved series on USA about Tupac and Biggie, right? Let's give it up for that, goddammit. We have the reincarnated Tupac sitting in the motherfucking room, goddammit. I don't know if he got thug life on his stomach, but fuck it, he don't matter. He got it in his heart. He got thug life in his heart, you know what I'm saying? So how did that role, how did this Tupac thing even come about? Because you have a very distinct look, you have a very different look, but... It was one picture that went viral for you, was it not? Yeah. With you with the, the Gumby joint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk that, about that. Yeah, I remember that was years. That was like four years ago, wasn't it? Yo, yeah. Yeah. Four years ago. So, again, uh, I guess just to take y'all back from the beginning, mm-hmm. um, I was in New York, and I've always been, ref- like, I've always had people come up to me and be like, bro, you know who you look like? Look, and, and it's, it's always funny because they think they just telling me it for the first time. Something's like, man, I don't yeah. know if it's, yeah, it's true. Right. You probably never get this, but you know, you look like just a little bit all the time. You know, what I mean, I, it, you know, it's not a bad. I was never hating it. It was, but it was something that I started hearing so much that I'm like, all right, I gotta look into. What could I do? What, what, you know? And it wasn't until I was in New York and um, I was walking in the city and somebody stopped me and was like, hey, man. Um, you know, if you go out to Cali, they're holding auditions for like, Tupac. Mm. You know, um, and I, I told him I didn't know this guy. It was like this older guy. I never seen him a day in my life, and I'm wow. like, for real, for real? Because you know, people always got people. Y'all already know before mm. I even go there. People's mm. not in their head. It's just yeah. like people feel they know certain things that they mm-hmm. can put you in certain places. And so, me being from New York, I wouldn't even try to hear that right now. So like you for real? And he's like, yeah, man. As a matter of fact. Dude pulled out his phone and pulled out like uh, casting information and then all this stuff. Nigga, this is on the street? Bro, yes, man. It's like in front of a Starbucks yeah. or some shit? Nah, I don't know. No, I'm right now at Starbucks. <laughs> in front of, <laughs> a, in front of a Wendy's or a Subway. I see what y'all are saying, by Yeah, the now, yes. I see what y'all are saying. <laughs> 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 My man we told this nigga it's going to get hot. This nigga came in the with the new, the, the new edition <laughs> jacket, <laughs> thinking that he was gonna get away. I'm Shout over here my wiping my sweat like a fat man. Shout out my boy Harper for the job. Oh, uh, goddamn! Uh, but it was all right. Boom. So just to keep going, mm-hmm. um, he pulled out his phone, and that made me want to go. So after that, I left the city. I don't even remember why I was in the city. Mm. After that, I just fucking let me go. Wow. Show. Did you ever do acting beforehand? No. Really? I wanted to so bad, bro. But honestly, I'm from Brooklyn. Right. A lot of the people. I was surrounded by at that time. You know... You from the hood in Brooklyn? Because I heard Brooklyn's gentrified now. So It is right now. It is right now, but been. tell them you grew up with there. The killers yeah, and the drug dealers. That's what's up. Yeah, I was that's what's up. So okay. That's like, if anybody's familiar with like Brooklyn, it's like deep in the back of Brooklyn. It's like 30 stops on the train station. Mm-hmm. Back, back yeah. type shit. Yeah, damn. Uh, yeah. So, um... What was that? Oh, yeah. Don't lose your train of thought, brother. Trust yeah, me. Think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we do a lot of woods here. Yeah, so you're going to have to ask like, Yeah, he had a twice. He's like, oh, wow, wow. I forgot. Yeah, so back in Marcy, uh, I mean, uh, Brooklyn, somewhere, uh, some trains and shit. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I started doing my research when I was at the house, and I saw that uh, there was just, it was this submission online. Well, at first, it was just like, submit. Submit yourself. Reading this part, they had a breakdown, just like they do at, on all auditions. This was the first thing I've ever applied myself to. Um, and, you know, I did it. I studied for like two days, hard as fuck. I mean, came home, I was still in high school at that mm-hmm. time. Uh, yeah. Are you home. a man of faith? Heavy. 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 Heavy, man. So, Especially what, what, what encouraged you within your faith to make that leap? Because, nigga, you're not an actor. You don't know this fam, or you don't know dude. And just because people tell you something, you know what I'm saying, doesn't necessarily mean it's like, man, nigga, you like you can jump, and then you go try to dunk, and you can't. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what made you 
take that leap of faith. Real talk, bro. I feel like out of all the questions I get asked, that's the hardest one because I don't have. It's well, just thank straight you. God. Welcome to do saying backwards. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? thank you. We asked <laughs> the real and hard questions here. Real, Continue. Real talk. I feel like that's it. It was God. I don't have no deeper answer to do that because, like you said, nobody was waking me up, telling me, you know, come here or making me do any of it. But I just had like this thought in the back of my head that if I wanted something, I'm the only one. I'm the only one who could get me to that place. I feel like because it's, it's about your work ethic and how hard you work. Uh, Let's give it up for that. That's some real shit. You know what I'm saying? I like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people need to know that. That's what it's about. Because even though, like, you caught an opportunity and I got to really applaud you for that, for really running with it, man. And I heard a lot of other people interviews. Like, uh, I heard Bokeem Wilbon's interview, um, some other people that played a part of the show, too, producers and stuff. And they really, really respect you. Like, you really earned their respect as an actor. Like, you allowed yourself to really evolve as Mark and then transform into Tupac you know what I'm saying and I think that's something that's very admirable for somebody who never even necessarily did it you know because a lot of people out here doing it for years been acting went right. to Juilliard went to all these other schools the motherfuckers is working you know what I'm saying doing regular jobs Uber drivers you know what I'm saying like right. they don't have the opportunity that you have so um, you have to really I would say yes it's it, it comes within your face but it also comes with you know your ambition a lot of people are passive very passive right. you know what I'm that's saying true. I feel like that's one thing and mentioned Bokeem Woodbine, shout out to Bokeem, man, mm -hmm. he just, these are people, again, you know, who I grew up watching on TV, I wasn't born being no actor, you know what I mean, so I was just watching them, mm -hmm. and so to be on projects with them, and hear that they can say something like that, crazy, I them all my life, I, I learned so much, I take so much gems from them, and that's one of the things Bokeem did, uh, tell me and teach me immediately in the game. He's just like, man, you know, I've been doing I'm he I'm saying it as he's yeah, you know, but he's just like, I've been doing this since I was yay high, you know what I mean? And nobody was making me do this, nobody was telling me to do this, nobody was but it's all about the work ethic because that's what cancels so many other people out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you it's it could be thirty people and twenty of them probably not gonna wanna work hard. Not, you know, not even that they don't want to work hard, but it's just not in them or, or they don't have the motivation or there's so many different little things that, that you know, that takes part in that. Um, okay. I want, I want to know, okay, so then all those things, evidently you took the leap of faith and you found yourself out here. Um, how did you get out here? All right, so I was working. <laughs> all right, that's a story within itself. <laughs> all right. I was working in the city in New York at Zara, and I know y'all, y'all like y'all know. Hell yeah, I know about Zara. Yeah. I was I was working at Zara. Zara jeans and shit. Yo, no, continue. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, hey, listen, let me you tell you, bro, I stay fly. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Quality tight ass jeans is at Zara. Okay. Yeah, quality. Quality. I can't quality. Fit none of that. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout out to 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 the um, the hefty niggas around. Uh, Zara is not for you. No. Uh, there's some no. other places that are for you, but Zara is medium niggas only. Yeah. Dog. In your opinions, continue though. I was working at the one in Soho in New York, and I, I found a way to convince my manager that I wanted to grow in the company. This was around the time where I knew I wanted to go to LA to you know get into acting and shit like that. But I told my manager. I'm like, yo, I love Zara so much. Like, I just want to grow, you feel me? I want to be the manager. I want to go to Cali, open the store. And all that shit sounded good. Finesse. Yeah. Lying your ass off. Right. Like a motherfucker. That's how you lie to your mama, tell her you want to go to a party. Well, it's a field trip, mom. And we all going to L.A. Right. Shit, it's on a party bus, nigga. It's hoes. Continue. That's the real story. Continue. Um, 
So yeah, I did that and I found a way to convince them and they was all hype and happy for it. And I transferred within like the next month. That, yeah, nice. I was like out of there quick, um, which is dope. I, I don't think I don't think I would have moved without having that that set of knowing I have this income and knowing because that would have been a risk in, in, in itself. That may not. How, have how much money did you come in with? I think it was like it was less than a G. I know that. Bro, I have forty dollars. Spent it on weed that night. Hey. Let's give it up for me. Every time I tell that story, we gonna clap. Because <laughs> it's a fact. And who got me the weed? This guy. Yeah. Drove from Inglewood all the way to Burbank. Yes. That night. Got my mind right and figured shit out. I'm trying like, to figure what, it out. What year was that? Nigga, that was, oh, what time? I got here in 2013. I was like 20 years old. Man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm 26 now. You was living out here when he came out here? I'm from out here. He so from I out came out home on here. Christmas break. And the nigga said he needed some weed, so. I said, pull up, I folks. Had the homegirl drive me to, uh, to Burbank. And brought the niggas some piss. Yeah. Been my dog ever since. No, we've been boys, you know what I'm saying? Because while he was in school, we was boys too. But, you know, been my dog ever since. But, um, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a journey. So, like, what was the hardest transition for you coming from the East Coast to being out here? Have you ever been out here before? No. Never? No, my first time coming out here was when I moved. That that nigga, me too. That, that nigga's a gangster, bro. Me too, bro. You gotta be. You gotta be. Like, bro, man, shake my hand, be. brother. You know what I'm saying? Real niggas don't do that. Nigga, we come in, we come someplace, we sit there, and we stay there. Fuck you mean. I don't need to visit. Fuck I need to visit, phone, nigga. I know the world. Right. I know niggas everywhere. Shit, niggas it's is niggas. About, and I think it's, it's that mentality, bro, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's that mentality. That it's Brooklyn. That's what's up. Yeah, it's Brooklyn mentality. Well, I'm from Chicago, but same mentality. I think adjusting to Cali was a motherfucker. For me, what was the hardest adjustment? The hardest, probably the hardest thing ever in my life so far to date, because I'm used to, you know, when you're just used to like a certain way all your life. Seasons, man. yeah, seasons, people, you know what I'm saying? everything, yeah, food, everything, food, everything. Right. I, you know, you thought Cali food was trash? Keep man. it above. Keep it above. As soon as I got here, I went to In and Out because niggas was like, oh hey, god damn. Honestly, to wait a minute. As soon as I got here, I went to In and Out too. This nigga took me In and Out. After y'all smoked. Yeah, after we smoke, yeah, and I fucked the toilet I mean, up the next day. You get tired of that shit, though. In and out yeah, is a stomach up, rumbler, nigga. You do. But people Fuck a probiotic, nigga. Go get a number yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, it's like quality food for, like, for like, <laughs> Bro, I ain't lying. It's expensive as shit. So yeah, it ain't that expensive, nigga. It's, it's something. Like, okay, so, so that transition was different. And then, like, yeah. is there a lot of Koreans in, you know, it's a big melting pot Yo. in New York. Because when I met you, and we was, got, you know what I'm saying, we, we first got, a, you know, uh, acquainted, you was living in Koreatown, yeah. in the middle of Koreatown with yeah. all the Koreans, you know what I'm saying? All that shit going on. How was that adjustment for you? I just moved out of Koreatown earlier this year, bro. Word. Yeah. Wow. So after I did Compton, I was still in Koreatown. It was weird. Yeah. yeah I was still yeah. in Koreatown. Oh, yes, also let, let it be known, my man was also in Straight Outta Compton, too. He played yeah. Tupac in Straight Outta Compton. Let's give it up for that. Yeah. Two rows of Tupac. Y'all see what I did? That two thing right there? Fuck yeah, I'm funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, that was, that's yeah, dope. Okay. So do you feel that it took a certain time frame for you to actually elevate to the next level? Because even though you did a movie originally, then you did another movie, but then this has been in the past, what, two years? You've done two movies in the past two years, technically. Nah, Compton was in 14. Really? Yeah, that was a minute ago. Yeah. Wow. And then the series, uh, we filmed that September, and it aired this year, February. Mm. 
So yeah, but but I mean, all in all, yeah, it still takes time. Everything takes time. You gotta fucking plant seeds for, in order for it to grow. And that's what a lot of people don't really know too, you know, about me when I moved out here. And I started getting into, I started taking acting classes, and because this became my world. And a lot of people in these classes sometimes, not a lot of people, but a few people in these classes who have been doing it for years don't understand my journey because they, this is happening to me now, you know, mm -hmm. not, and they see themselves that they've been pushing for years and years and years, but everybody's journey is different, you know what I mean? I planted different seeds that they have planted, and they planted different seeds than I did, so it's, it's just about timing and, and, and planting seeds. So patience has is, is been a big the biggest virtue, virtue for you. Yeah. Or, and would you recommend that? Like, how would you recommend people harnessing patience? Because it's hard to do that, especially when you feel that you got your time. Because you've yeah. been out here and you know. you've been waiting for that you situation. Know. Yeah, I know. I definitely know. We're going to talk get more into it. Like, you've been waiting yeah, yeah. for that situation. Like, you've had these, um, uh, uh, you've been uh, notarized with certain people. You've had certain people vouch for you in certain things. and But yet you're still in Koreatown. Yet you're still in this situation. You know what I'm saying? So what was the biggest thing about patience that allowed you to, you know what I'm saying, withstand that? Uh, shit, I, keeping a good circle around you. Mm. I feel like keeping a good circle around you is important. When I moved out here, I didn't have no family out here. I, I only knew one person. But I, every day I was calling my, like my niggas, mm -hmm. I was calling my friends and shit from back home and telling them what's going on. and. Because they keep me grounded. They're the ones who would remind you while you're out there. And they're the ones who would tell you this is what you got to do and, and keep this going on and keep that going on. So I feel like it's really just surrounding yourself with those type of people. And knowing where you're going to go, you got to have confidence. You know what I mean? Like, you just have to believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, then they, they're not going to believe in you. They may see you believing in yourself, and then that's when they may want to fall on because they see you believe in yourself. You know what I mean? Word. That's what's up, man. Let's give it up for that, man. Yeah. That's real shit, you know. Having real people around you is definitely important. So I got my niggas around me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I love y'all, you know. Um, so, Mark, I want to get more in depth, you know what I'm saying, into some oh, shit. shit. Uh, first of all, I met you about four years ago. What'd it say? What'd you say? I smoke a lot, too. You so smoke a lot. Know. Okay, see, now you're putting yourself out there. I ain't even asked that. Let's give it up for honesty. God, clap your hands, goddamn. That's the way to start it off. Dude, I ain't even get to that. I ain't even, I ain't even asked you if you smoke a lot. five years, bro. Five years? Wow, it has been a minute. Right, okay. So, in the five years, you know what I'm saying, I was cutting your hair at a point in time. Bro, Consistently. that's how me and Tunde met. That's how me and Tunde met. Tunde bro was cutting my hair, bro. Yeah. Yep. Right. I've been out here in these streets. Let's give it up for me one more time. Yeah, come on. I've been out here, you know what I'm saying? I done cut a couple of motherfuckers here. You know what I'm saying? Now, actually, I want to get into that, nigga, because you left me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you on camera. I got you on air, nigga. Yes, yes, nigga, I've been waiting years. Years to catch you. I seen your line on billboards, nigga. And then they cut your shit bald like Tupac, so. Yo. When I tell you, I was bro. so disrespected, nigga, because I was oh, like, nigga, they, they, you know what I'm saying? No, I used to cut that nigga deal. hair. Now they, they did you dirty. They cut your whole shit. Like, how did it feel to be shaved bald knowing you're not bald, bro? I've never, that was my first time. No, I'm lying. 
No, no, yeah, that that was my first time going bald. Like I've never and consistently like that, bro. It felt crazy. Did they hit you with the it razor? Felt crazy waking up in the middle of the night and I can't turn my head because my skin, the skin on my head is on the pillow. And shit. Your like, shit itched. It was cold oh, at night. <laughs> Vic, you went bald before. Bro got a full set. No, no, no. Bro got a full set of hair. Right. I don't know why this nigga woke up one morning and then decided to cut his shit bald. He didn't get a roll. He just uh, he just woke up on a Tuesday like fuck it. I'm gone. It was my choice. Yeah, I definitely. Definitely would not have cut my hair at all, but obviously because I had to, to do that job, they cut it every single day, and my hair grows quick. So I was in the chair every, every day. day. We shot, scrape we shot for four months. So Damn. every single day for four months, we ain't shoot on the weekends. But I mean, shaving it, going down. Yeah. To How was it going tenure. out when your shit was growing back? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? The fuss. Like I was in the high stages, but luckily my hair goes. What you say? You gotta get your hair cut every day. Oh my god, your hair had to be like dumb. They was covering up my tattoos, airbrush. Oh right, nigga, you is tatted, right? Yeah, yeah. I know how much Pac got, so I sat. So yeah, so you they had to paint you over and then put his tattoos on top of you. I was the longest. I my they took so long on me every single day, bro. Airbrush. The everything. Wow. Everything. So, okay, how is it? My scenes had to be at the end because my stuff just takes over. Okay, well, I want to know this question. Yeah. Um, and then I want to get to this young lady's question. She had a question that I thought was dope. Um, how is it transitioning from portraying to be one Tupac for one director and another Tupac for another director? Because you, the scene you had in Straight Outta Compton, I'ma be a thousand percent honest with you. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Because the way they put the voice on you, <laughs> and nigga, like, that. and bro, like yeah, right, they, right. they gave you the big ass shirt. Like, I was just like, bro, <laughs> I was like, I didn't do my Shout man. out to F. Gary Gray. The why didn't do my man like coffee, this? I was just like, why didn't they let him use his real voice? I was like, oh, he must not embrace Tupac yet. But no. the second time around, right. you killed it. You know I what I'm saying? So it's like, use your real voice? So let me tell you what. Hell no, they get any go voiceover. It was like, yo, 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 yo. Hey, yo, Puck, what's up? They was so when I, shit, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're yo, right, Dre, you're right. what's up? Bro knows his stuff. Bro knows me. Like I said, we knew each other for years. But, yeah, I knew that wasn't um, a good voice. When I heard yeah, it, yeah. I was like, swear to God. But it's crazy because, again, with So Straight Outta Compton being my first project um, with F. Gary Gray, they... And one, Straight Outta Compton wasn't about Tupac. Let's just get that straight. You know sure. what I'm saying? So my job was to literally just come in, do that studio shit, and be out. I spent literally less, a little less than a week being on set. You know, know what I mean? And out. all the, of course, yeah. all of the dudes, this was about them. So my thing, I, I did go in to do my vocals, and I did mm -hmm. go to do my voice at the own studio, because that's where they had it. Okay. And, um... It was new to me when I first seen Compton. I didn't know my voice was not going to be in it, but did they? Oh, for real, real talk. Swear to God, they changed your shit in the last minute. Yeah, bro. Damn. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. They didn't owe me nothing to tell me that shit. They didn't owe me that to be like, hey, Mark, um, so yeah, we're going to uh, do the... Right, it's not right, about me. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went and I got my, job, my check. You know is it saying? the mail? Yeah. I mean, so shit. That's day, serious. Yeah. Right, right, right. So that was right. cool. I, I think I probably would have felt something if I was playing Cube or if I was one of the niggas because yeah. I knew you got to dub shit the whole movie. Because they, they did the same thing uh, technically to, to Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg did it. Uh, and that's voice. the nigga that played. He was in uh, Get Out. Yeah, He's been in all these, you know what I'm saying? He's dope and all these other movies. Yeah, they did the same thing to Snoop. I mean, to hit the character to play Snoop. So I'm glad you brought that up too because I got asked about that before. 
Um, but yeah, it was just like they didn't owe me. They didn't owe me shit. So when I did see it, I was like, oh shit! And I, and I seen it at the premiere, obviously mm-hmm. the Compton premiere, and I was like, just like damn, <laughs> yeah. man, man. But so I many ain't know people I sound like that shit. And just like yo, when that one part came on in my shit was ten seconds. Yeah. So I'm thankful for that opportunity Hell just to yeah, be there right. and for them giving me a it's job. So right. Shout out to that, yeah. which then led me to be able to now. Playing and unsolved for ten episodes with no voiceover. So right, episode. hell yeah, getting that back. Let's give it up for that. You know what I'm saying? I like that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We got the bag regardless. So okay, there's a question that uh, was asked by a lovely lady here in the audience, uh, and I want to hear it. Uh, so let the people hear it because I want to know what his answer is. What was the question you had? <clears throat> Um, right. So for right. those who didn't hear, is how do you stay focused and tune out the audience while trying to be Tupac, right? Um. Well, well, for those listening, we she had asked the question off camera too, because she was also in the episode. She was right there when we filmed our episode. Oh, you're 10. using the background. Are you using extra? Yeah. Okay, dope. Nice. She was there, so I didn't even know. So for her to bring that up, that was kind of cool. That was dope. Um, it's reunited. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, shooting all ten of those episodes, I feel like. It was it was to just zone in no matter like what my job was to do. I knew the type of person Pac was. Like he wasn't he didn't he didn't do shit on a small scale. So I knew what I was reading in that script. Everything I was gonna do was on a big scale. Did you listen to Pac growing up? Yeah. I, but I only, I listened to Biggie too. That's what I'm saying. Which more a fan? Yeah. You from Brooklyn, nigga. Which yeah, one you representing? Yeah. You Biggie or Pac? I'm I'm all the way. I'm first off, I'm New York, I'm Brooklyn all the way. So you're Brooklyn I'm not all the way. Hit. So yeah. you biggie. <laughs> so you Y'all see what he does. No, no, hey, I'm asking you know, a question. Right? I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm asking a question. Originally from New York, though. Yeah, exactly. Brooklyn. So Brooklyn. But he Tupac's originally from Brooklyn. Well, what does that mean? I gotta answer the question. I'm just like saying, that. is you I big you're Tupac? Bro, the check ain't gonna stop. That residual check already signed, my nigga. The residual check is already signed. Yo. It ain't gonna stop coming. You already been Tupac. With you. So if you like Biggie, you like Biggie, nigga. It's cool. With me being from Brooklyn. And being oh, from New York, oh my fault. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I know you're emphasizing now. Now you're right. passionate. Nigga has to let you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, listen, understand something. I heard Biggie more. I heard okay, Biggie more going right. on. That's just my family. That's just being in, being in New York, being from Brooklyn. But I fell in love with both of their music because they're both different in so many different ways. But at mm-hmm. that time, yes, I was more familiar with Biggie. That's all I was hearing. Okay. You know? So, okay, so then just with, with her question then, like, did it... Did anything like influence, you know what I'm saying, your your mind state, you know? Hoes, you know what I'm saying, jump in your DM, bro. You know what I'm saying? Your, right. You went, nigga, I seen you go from like 2,000 followers to 100K, nigga. You out here in these streets and you bougie, nigga. You don't even got a lot of posts. Nigga, you got like nine posts. Who the fuck you know got 100K and got like nine posts? That means he don't need people to see him. Everybody know who the fuck I am. God bless. I think that check mark changed everything. You feel what I'm saying? When I first came out here, I got a chance to meet John Singleton. Okay. And he's the person who pretty much put a lot of this stuff into my into my court. And one of the things he taught me was just you have to blur all that shit out because that's gonna come. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I didn't fall in love with it for the the accolade, even though the accolade is dope. You know what I mean? The the pros is dope, but I didn't fall in love. I get hoes sliding my DMs all the time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I didn't fall in love with it for that reason, and that was taught to me early. So I think that's why it was like I I know while I'm shooting this, yeah, maybe big or I didn't expect Compton to be as even as big as it was. Was yeah. You know those are just things that we're not thinking about being Mm -hmm. in that moment. We just know that we got a job to do, and you got to do the job. And that, if that answers your question, I knew that 
one, I was, that was episode 10 again, and we shot 10. So by that time, I was all the way mentally, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't playing. Every single day I was waking up and I was on it. Right. So. His, his curve game was strong by that time. <laughs> That's what he's saying. <laughs> Fuck these hoes. Uh, <laughs> I had a question then. Um, no, he's like, no, nah, trust me, I'm still on these hoes. Uh, what was the situation uh, that made you want to quit? And uh, keep going through with the situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what was something that happened that kind of... Because we talk about things and people that kind of motivate you and helped you, like John Singleton and stuff like that. But what was the situation or something that kind of made you say, you know, fuck this, this shit ain't me, or this shit is too hard, or maybe I'm not an actor. Yeah, I'm good at this. You like yeah, that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I'm good at this. Yeah. Um, welcome, to, welcome to Doucet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what made me quit or oh, what made me like think quit. about complex every person that has ever been successful has always thought about quitting at some point it's been a turning point it's been a breaking point it's been something but it kept going yo hold on give me a minute I gotta please I, I gotta sit you're over here hitting the backwood I understand <laughs> I gotta you gotta think about it um it's been a, it's been a few I feel like Give me two. All right. Want to hear yours too, Tunde? Right, since he's talking about giving right. me two and shit. Give us three. Can, 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 you, lead, can you lead us off? First of all, okay, 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 okay. I'll I'll tell you right now. All right, give my nigga some time. I'll start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all out here. Okay. I like that. Right. Cool. Good job, niggas. Um. Okay. I'll give y'all a scenario. One situation that made me want to leave California. The very first time I got here. The very first time I got to California, um, I came here, and a lot of people don't know this, I came here not for comedy. I came here on an externship program through SIU, through my school. I got an internship, or I got an externship, I won a scholarship, the most anybody's ever won in that program, to come either here, St. Louis, Dallas, or to stay in Chicago. Of course, I chose here, because this is where I always wanted to be. And when I chose here, um, I was the only student that was a radio and television major. Everybody else was film majors, you know what I'm saying? And it was only two black students, me and my, my roommate, you know what I'm saying, at the time. Now, the situation that occurred was, even though my GPA didn't meet the requirements, I was the only kid that was, I was a part of, I had my own radio show, I was a part of, a, you know what I'm saying, a TV sitcom, I was a comedian, I host shit, I did, I had all of these, you know, letters of recommendation, all this shit to build me up. That's why I even got the scholarship of $4,000, and no one's ever got that much in that program. So because I got that, they had to, to that. bring me along. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. They had to bring me along. But the person who was coordinating the whole thing never gave me an assignment. Like She never actually gave me something to do out here or something that I was supposed to do until the very last week before I came out here. And she told me, okay, I got something with CBS Radio for you. CBS Radio. I got an internship with you. You're going to be working with them. And then you're going to be doing, ooh, I'm like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool. You know, because everybody else right. had their assignments. Right. So I'm cool. So I get out here. I see her one time. You know what I'm saying? And the one time that I see her out here, she's at the orientation and then she leaves. And then after that, I'm sitting in a room for two weeks. No assignments. Everybody else, all my roommates, all the people that I'm, you know what I'm saying, rooming with, they all got assignments. They get up every morning, 7 a.m., 7 to 6. So they're gone all day. I'm the only motherfucker that's just out there. It's out here, just not doing shit. Feeling silly. Feeling silly as fuck. Goofy as hell. What made you stick it out? I'd rather find out that. Welcome to Duce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. The way to switch it. No, but I later found out that, you know what I'm saying, there was never an internship for me in the first place. She lied to me. 
you know what I'm saying? When I called CBS and when I called, you know what I'm saying, everybody, it was just something, and they didn't even know who I was. And then she got fired because she was horrible at her job. She was an old lady that's been doing the job for years, and they've been wanting to fire her, but she's been there forever. You know what I'm saying? So when she got fired, she took all her information in spite. So the next coordinator, the person who was doing it, couldn't even help me. So it was just like, it got to the point where it was like, okay, somebody just set me up to come all the way out here. I brought all my shit. All these other people are just out here for, you know what I'm saying, internship right. this summer. Right. I brought all right. my shit. Shit, my car, everything. I don't got nothing. Like I told you, I came with $40 and spent it that night. I ain't got no money to get back home. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking to myself, this, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is not life. Like, this is not how it's supposed to be for me. I'm supposed to, I had everything else set out. And at that moment, like, I really wanted to quit. Like, I really wanted to stop fucking with everybody. I, like, I didn't trust people. Like, I think, because how could this woman who looked me in my eyes, I didn't have, I don't got no family. I ain't got no, you know what I'm saying? People are out here like that. I ain't, I ain't never been out here. Let me come out here. Straight lie. You know what I'm saying? And just lie to me. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's situations that happen in real life situations and real shit within the industry and stuff like that that will make you really be discouraged. Like, even being famous, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people can't handle being famous. Just because you're successful, just because you're good at what you do, can you handle the scrutiny? Can you handle the critics? Can you handle the, the spotlight that comes with you being that talented? Some people can't. That's why you catch people doing suicide. That's why you catch people falling off. That's why you catch people completely giving it all up because they're right. saying these certain things. So that certain scenario of feeling, okay, am I worth being out here? Made me even want to just give it up. Like, okay, I'm, I'm finna come the fuck back home. Mom, however I gotta get back home, I'm gonna get back home because I can't do it. Because if this is what the world is like outside of Chicago, then I quit. This motherfucker is crazy. It. You know what I'm saying? So that's my scenario. I think... Wait, wait, so wait, real quick, is that... Is that how you ended up moving out here? No, I was already out here, but how I ended up staying is because I had no choice because I was already out here. You know what I'm saying? And because of that, that's what made me, you know, even though I wanted to, you know what I'm saying, quit and, you know what I'm saying, do some other shit, that's what made me keep going. I had no choice. I think I I would say mine would have to be um, after Straight Outta Compton. After I did Compton, yo, I thought Compton was going to be it, even though, <laughs> even though my part for what it was was a couple minutes, I thought that was, it's, and it still is such a big movie, but I thought at that time, I didn't know the whole research behind things and like, it's, you don't just, you don't just, I don't like, how do I explain it? I'm trying to find the words for y'all. It just wasn't it at that moment, you know? Like, I thought it was going to be it, and it wasn't. I didn't know that I had be some. Like the big break? Yeah, pretty oh, yeah, much, pretty yeah. much, you know, and I had just these thoughts and just and it didn't work out that way and after I did Compton I had I went out like I literally quit my job before I did Compton because I'm like yo this way I'm about to you know we about to sit damn you yeah, bro. with the job yeah, 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 damn, yeah. damn. Yeah. I quit the job and then after Compton I was you know I was riding for some months I was I was straight and I'm like alright what's up I gotta I, I, I need you know what I mean besides residuals coming mm-hmm. at that time I couldn't it was it was new residuals, so you know mm-hmm. how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that shit crazy. It's crazy. So that, that's like that, uh, like last call. Uh, yeah, shit. yeah, bro. Shit. And he was like, I have produced like some hits for Jay, and I'm uh-huh. still in a fucked up place. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit is crazy. And it's you know, so you ex- you just I just expected to be in a different place, and I wasn't. So I was ready to go back home too, and I think that's the first time I questioned like my faith and just like, yo, mm-hmm. is this what I'm like? What am I? Come on, I thought I was gonna be here, and I put this. Uh, I put this on the line because I thought this was going to be lined up. And I'm like, you know, but again, that's those are those moments where I just called the people back home who I know and love and who always hold me down. Yeah, and keep you grounded. Yeah, and from since then I had friends, <clears throat> from since then I had friends move out here from New York, like who I really fuck with, like, you know, like it, it just became, so it became easier for me. 
I think that's uh, I knew at that point. <clears throat> that's word. That's word. Okay, a question I got that. What's the biggest misconception people have about being famous? You've 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 now dibbled and dabbled. You've been to the Oscars. Did you go to the Oscars? No, I've been to the Emmys. Or was it? It was one of the the major or the like Globe. one, the Globes, right? Yeah. Okay, that's a major. You know what I'm saying? Award show, like a listers, all type of people. Like there was, that's a prestigious thing to be at. So for you to go there, you see a different side of famous. Like there's there's one thing to be hood famous, but that's famous, famous. You know what I'm saying? Like what's the biggest misconception that people have about being famous? Uh, I think, damn, from from what I've seen with my own eyes, my experiences, I feel like a lot of people forget that famous people are people too. Mm-hmm. You know, as simple as, as it sounds, but, you know, a lot of people forget that. Like, niggas is human just like, you know, like, niggas is human just like you're human. Everybody does this, we shit and piss the same way. Uh, so I think I think that's what it is, and a lot of people have this idea of what what fame is, is supposed to be, or what fame looks like, or it's, it's, it's I think it's crazy. Does Instagram fuck up the perception of fame? Uh, because some people got money, no followers. Some right. people got followers and broke as shit. I a think lot people. A lot yeah. of people. A lot of people got followers and brothers. For sure. That's a fact. I, but I think Instagram helps and hurts in many different ways. I think it hurts that way, but then it can help so many other people in business-wise, and you're promoting, and you, you know, you, a lot of people get paid through IG, sure. shit like that. But yeah, you know, a lot of people live off the perception of Instagram and believe everything they see on TV, and it's it's not all real. Acting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cool. I'll, yeah. Because, like I said, you've dibbled and dabbled, you know what I'm saying, with the famous shit and different sides of the line, I guess, now. So now you've been exposed to different type of parties and different right. type of events and different type of lifestyles. I want to know, what's the wildest shit you've ever seen while being at a mansion party? Because I haven't seen some wild shit. Fuck you ever seen. And I know you done been some places that I damn sure ain't been. <laughs> See that jacket that nigga walked in here with? I know that ain't a regular nigga jacket. The wildest shit I've seen... This was the first mansion party I ever been to. Uh, you ever seen somebody doing coke off somebody's titties? Damn, I think it's tell a story, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> it was coke. I ain't see it. Girl. See, I ain't see it. Titties, titties. See, that's awesome. what I'm saying. That's I knew it had something it to do with like, coke. Any given Sunday type shit. Now, bro, it's some wild shit to go on in California. Yeah, man. See, I ain't get to. I ain't get to go to those parties. Oh damn. Okay. Well, well, maybe, you start, maybe you start hanging with me, brother. <laughs> 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 maybe. I think you know what I'm saying. Maybe I'm more famous than I thought. <laughs> the wildest thing, niggas, is just like coke on entry. You got to do a line on coke on entry before you and everybody in the back done did it already. So if you ain't doing it, <laughs> this is my man. This is my first, uh, like I said, my first mission. Shit, party, so. peer pressured you? Yeah, yeah. I, nah, I was good. I didn't do it. Oh, I turned around. Oh, I did, and then I went to the next mansion party, and it was Jamie Foxx crib, and it was more lit. Than oh yeah, shit! Yeah. Time out. Hold on, I gotta put the button. Let's clap. Oh, but then he been to Jamie Foxx crib. Clap your fucking hands. <laughs> no, that is a monumental yeah. mark. To get to Jamie Foxx crib, bro, to get to Jamie Foxx crib is like, it's the equivalent of what it was like back in the 80s to get to Eddie Murphy crib. That's how you know you made it, my nigga. Like, for real. No, I've talked about this with so many niggas. Like, Jamie Foxx crib, that is the party of all house parties out here. Real shit. Think about it. I've been to Tyrese crib. I've been to other people's crib. Tyrese had a Starbucks in... Yeah, he had a Starbucks and a fucking uh, Benny Hanna's in his backyard. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas done been to them crib, but... 
Jamie Foxx Jamie Fox crib is where it's at. Shake my hand, brother. You know what I'm saying? Shake my hand. Yo, God bless. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. This nigga done been to Jamie Foxx crib. That's dope. That was the first spot I've been to where I was. Yeah. I, I sat and I got so inspired. Because I'm like, damn, I never seen a, all this shit I seen on TV. <laughs> on crib. Uh-huh. So when I first, I'm like, damn, it's it's, uh-huh. it's obtainable. It's, it's, it's like he got it. We all, you know, I can get it. We all. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. So now we're about to get into our favorite segment, all right, of uh, the show. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's called Marry One, Fuck One, Kill One, okay? Mm. It's where we pick, you know, three different women, and we choosing which one we marrying, we fucking, and we killing. A little brutal, but fuck it, we grown. Um, <laughs> so because of it being, you know, a Tupac-themish, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, episode right. with Tupac himself here, reincarnated, we're choosing Tupac... Related women, either women he was fucking, women he done been in videos with, movies with, on songs with, any, all of the above. Tupac women, okay? So we all picking one. My Tupac woman that I'm giving up is Jada. So who you got? I got Kadada Jones. I don't even know who that is. Kadada Jones is Quincy Jones' daughter. She was married to Pac. Well, she wasn't married to Pac. Oh, she was a light-skinned thing that was with him in the the hotel before he died. Cool. Get it. Right. Somebody fucking. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. Somebody fucking. Um, Who you with, bro? I mean, is left eye associated? I I'm it says it on the see the thing is uh is this is this uh our creative director chose did, to put some people well, these alternative he did extensive facts. You, yeah. Yeah, these may be alternative facts because it says Whitney Houston on here and okay. it said it's been Google. I seen an interview that left I did uh about her first time meeting Pac and I know she was like they both was Gemini's and she went over to Pac. Oh that's crib. crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. Well, well, left like eye okay, so okay, left right, eye. all right, cool. Right. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. Left eye Jada and Kid, what's her name? Whose crib did Left Eye burn down again? Her ex-boyfriend. Oh, uh, the, the football the player. Nigga. Yeah, the football player. Uh, burned that nigga crib. Yes. But the thing is, the story Andre about her Rice. burning the nigga crib yeah, down was a little yeah. bit more sensitive nice. than you think. <laughs> First of all, they was kids. You know what I'm saying? If you know back in back in in, in any that's, era of your life, in the early, early shit. 20s, they was kids. You know what I'm saying? So she was tripping. Mad she threw money. some of his shit in the Ooh. tub and just so happened to set it on fire, dude. No, she would burn the whole crib down. That don't mean she that crazy. But I did hear another situation about her stabbing him or some other shit. I don't know. It's on you. You picked the girl. So if that's your choice, you that's your choice. Right here, if that's your choice, that's your choice. <laughs> you got the scissors on the side. He ready for action. Right. Voila. If that's your choice, that's your choice. That's your choice? Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Mark, we're going to go with you. Marry one, fuck one, kill one. We got Jada, uh, Kadada Jones, and Left Eye. Go. Jada, Left Eye, Kadada. Um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rip the bandaid off quick. Left eye, rest in peace, left eye. She's already deceased. So you gonna keep her buried? I'm gonna keep left eye. Damn. In my heart, but I'm gonna keep it in my heart. You know up. what I mean? That's fucked up. <laughs> Yo, wait, watch when it get on you. I wanna know who you gonna. Mark is a killer. Murderer. This a murderer. He said I'm gonna keep her. She's dead. I'm gonna keep her dead. Okay, get no, I'm sorry. Right, I'm just right. fucking around. Go ahead. Go so ahead. left eye. You know, kill, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. We kill the left eye. Um, Jada and Kadada. Mm-hmm. What do you know about Kadada? Because I don't know shit about her. What do you know? Because you picked her. I want to know what you know about her before you even give a choice. I mean, she's definitely involved in all the documentaries. Like, heavily. 
So. She said, you said what? If you've seen all them documentaries on Tupac, you definitely see her in every documentary. Okay, no, no, I, that's cool. Fine, great. She's involved in Tupac life. She could have been fucking him. She could have married him, had kids, great life, whatever. What do she do? I don't know nothing about her except that she's Quincy Jones' daughter. What else does she do? That's what he said. <laughs> she She was fucking Pac? Nah, I That's mean, a not, legacy? No, 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 no. Not, not that. I know she works close with her pops. Like, she's responsible for a lot of what Quincy Jones, like, do and, and shit like that. But, okay. I mean, regardless of what she do, I don't Hey, no, that. I'm just educating, yeah. brother. I didn't know. I'm, I'm literally asking. Okay, so, especially because um, you picked her, so you must know yeah, about her. Yeah, I picked her a lot. I mean, from what Or I you mean. just wanted to fuck Kadada Jones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, I would marry Jada. Ooh. And fuck Kadada. Why are you marrying Jada? Jada, yo. Come on, niggas what like, about yes, it? bro. Yeah. yeah, niggas in here nodding their head. I get that, but I, what about her, though? Why do you want to marry her? Well, I know more. Jada like probably farting in her sleep. You don't know. I farted in my sleep. You farted your sleep too. No, no, hey, that's like a subject from being a role. Tell these cast directors, yes, I'm a good actor and I fart in my sleep. Nigga, be honest. Jada, I know more about Jada than I do uh, Kadada and, and and just. Then why did you pick Kadada? Just because it was a Jones? No, nah, because I think Kadada's beautiful too. And okay, so then you wanted to fuck. Why you cool? Cause cool. first of yeah, all, see, we, yeah, all yeah, like, right, we all know about Wendy. We all know about Wendy. I'm not. I ain't got time for Wendy. Did you see the documentary? <laughs> she done fucked Bobby head up. God bless Whitney and R.I.P. But she fucked Bobby heads up, and we all know that. But okay, so Bobby Brown series was dope too. Yeah, it was. Shout yeah, to shout out to Woody. Definitely. Yeah, 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 definitely did. Um, so Jada, I married Jada. Just I feel like I could watch her in interviews and feel her. Yo, like her spirit, like I, I love that. I yeah, love yeah, that pussy know? probably good too. Tattoo. Yeah, word. All right, knocking that down. Vic, how about you, bro? Um, you big love. Mm-hmm. She burning shit down, folks. I'm killing Kadada. Killing Kadada. Okay. Yeah. Why you killing her? Um. Because I'm not gonna marry her. <laughs> it's like process of elimination. I'm not right, gonna marry her. Right. And I feel like I'm a fuck left eye because if the nigga stayed with her after he burned, she burned the house down. That pussy got to be fuego, nigga. Right, so, fuego. Exactly. So you got that. So process of elimination. I'm fucking left eye. I'm not gonna marry her. So where you gotta go? You gotta get killed. Okay. So, Jaden. Yeah. Why you gonna marry Jaden? Uh, I mean, I feel like that's the most solid individual. <laughs> she got her head on straight. Word makes word. sense. Word makes sense. Um, what? Well, I'm marrying Jada because that was my choice in the first place. That was my choice. I just what do you I like about I, Jada. First of all, me and Jada slap box. We can slap box and it'd be fun. I feel like she's a, she's a fun individual outside and like because at a certain point. Fucking get so, you know, know, saying so far. That's why I even believe that her and Will's together for so long, because that's why they was so-called swinging or whatever, like, (laughs) but they best friends, like, for real, for real. They both encourage each other. They they believe in each other, and they genuinely like each other. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be with somebody for years that you actually like. Some people just be in situations, like, shit, I'm living with this bitch, or I'm living with this nigga until I get on my feet. You know what I'm saying? Or shit, we got a kid together, so shit, we gonna run this shit out for about 18 years and then keep it moving. Literally, that's how it be. A lot of people know that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think that Jada would be a friend that I wouldn't mind waking up to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I'm giving uh, Kendata. 
the boot. What's her name? Damn, really? That's what it is. Lion King? Shit. God bless. I'm sorry. Uh, what's her? It's, it's, Kadada uh, Jones. Kadada Jones. Uh, yeah, definitely. First of all, she got literally the ghettoest fucking name I've ever heard. You think so? Kadada? You've heard you what is a, what is a more ghetto name you've heard in Kandata? I want to go what? I want to know. That's not a real person. This is a real person. Some this is on a birth there. certificate. There's some shenanigans. This is on a birth certificate right now. The only fact that this is huh? What'd you say? Naisha. Shout out to oh, Naisha. She's like, that's my name. <laughs> she was like, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, yeah, that shit throw somebody off. He was like, yeah, yeah the worst know. name I've The worst name I've ever heard was, ooh, ooh, what, you mean my, my name? What you mean? I just introduced myself. My, <laughs> that shit would be my, uh, my neighbors, are, they're twins. Their names are Lenitra and Kanitra. I've met a Kanitra. Lenitra? Lenitra and Kanitra. Okay. Um, like, shout out to my homegirl. Like, she cool peoples, but the ghettoest name yeah. that I've ever heard in my entire she fucking life. Yes, just because, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I, I, if she hear this or not, because I know people Kim who Dada. know what's going to hear this, but Marquishi Era is the ghettoest ghetto fucking sure, nickname I have ever heard in my life. First of all, it's like nine letters, my nigga. <laughs> or more. Probably like 11. You know what I'm saying? That's the most, that's the ghettoest nickname I've ever heard in my life. She cool as fuck, though. But her name is Marquishi Era. What's her name? Yeah. What's her last? I'm not gonna say. Hey, trust me, it's only one of her. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to know her last name. You type it in on Facebook and you figure out how to spell it, and you type it in on Facebook, one person is gonna pop up. <laughs> that is what a trivia question for your ass right there. Yeah, so, but besides that, uh, uh, Kedada, yeah, Jones, I don't know shit about her. You know what I'm saying? God bless her, but yeah, she, you know what I'm saying? She kicking the bucket. And uh, Left Eye, honestly, I done been with some, you know what I'm saying, some crazy pussy before. You know what I'm saying? It's not bad if you can duck. You know what I'm saying? Or if you know how to, you know what I'm saying, avoid situations. You know what I'm saying? If some bitches are stabbing at you or trying to burn your shit, just keep your shit close to you. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. You know what I'm saying? You just got to understand how to, you know, deal with certain women. Understand the bed you make when you lay in it. Period. So I get that. If I had to fuck with left eye for any reason and I had to fuck, I know that our sexual encounter could lead to some of my shit being burnt down. And that's cool. I get it. I'm sure the pussy is still dope. So, yeah. That's what I'm going with. Let's give some noise. Let's make some noise for that. You know what I'm saying? That's real dope. You know what I'm saying? That was good. That was a great um little understanding of uh who we would marry, fuck, and uh kill. But uh since we named all these celebrities and shit, um what's something that you've seen? You know what I'm saying? Like, or in, in the better terms, what's a fuck up that you've seen a previous celebrity do that you learned from? Because we see people do all type of wild shit when they get on. Like, you see people, you know what I'm saying, like, left eye, burn down a motherfucking crib, you know what I'm saying? That's regular relationship shit. Not saying to burn down a motherfucking crib, but, yeah. but domestic shit, that's regular shit. You know what I'm saying? But because they're in the spot, like, Chris Brown, all this shit with Rihanna, all these different things that people have done yeah. in the spot. Like, do you have a publicist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, see, you have that, you have to have that for image reasons. You have these different type of people in your circle, in your on your team, to be able to 
um, stop certain things from happening or to be damage control. I think you know? I, I think I learned a lot from just a lot of uh, celebrity situations or public figure situations, and I think anybody in particular. Um, I mean. Everybody who's who's been in the media before, Chris Brown, fucking Charlie Sheen. I mean, every every it don't matter. Anybody who's just in the media for crazy shit. Uh, uh, um, Chief Keef, like it could it, it goes from actors to artists to it doesn't matter. But I feel like um, I think one of the things that's really important is to separate the two from you know this this life of this artist. I don't know. Like you got to separate. You got to be who you are, but then you have to do your artist thing and I think it's important to separate the two and I think a lot of people don't do that and they don't know how to keep uh, private shit private and a lot of people you know it, but but these, this is humans you know mm-hmm. what I mean like but I feel celebrities when you look at celebrities in relationships me if I was a celebrity in a relationship I wouldn't want my business I wouldn't you know get upset with my girl and go on Twitter and tweet and I wouldn't want her to do that you mm-hmm. know what I mean like everything you, you feel me like yeah. it's it's you have to keep stuff private and you have to keep stuff to you and then you have to know what you can give out to people. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, so I get that. Well, I, I wonder what you're talking about privacy and we talking about marry one, fuck one, kill one, all this shit. Has your pussy rate skyrocketed since you've been in movies? Yes, of course, bro. Like, do hoes slide in your DMs? Yeah. And what is that like? Cause I, I don't get hoes sliding my DMs. I'm 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 a gorgeous nigga. Yeah, trust me. I know it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe, but I don't get that. So I want to know from your celebrity intake of like what what is it now? Like what is it a different level of understanding when it comes with women? Like do you think women now are? Trying to get you because of your status, or it's like, oh, nigga, like, no, nah, no, nah, I mean, you've always been, you know, what I'm saying, been getting hoes. I feel, <laughs> or it's like now you getting hoes to the highest degree. You know what I'm saying? Like premier hoes, hoes that hundred k followers on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm like I have a few females in my DM who's DM'd me because of that shit. You know what uh, I mean? But then there, how do you weed that out? It's easy. It's easy. I feel like it's just conversation and it's, you know what I mean? Like if, if you're a female and you slide into my DM and I could, it's it, it's how you approach. It's just the approach. What's like the corniest I'm, DM slide the... you got from a chick? What's a good one? Hey, Zaddy. Stop. Hey, Big uh, Head. Nah. Pause. We got nah, shit nah, like nah. that. Um, Somebody hit you with that? Nah. A chick hit me before and was just like, oh, um, she hit me and she said she's seen the little, the the kissing scene that I did. I seen in the your show. little movie. So she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, could I see, could I see how you did that from the show? Like, could you show me in real life? Or just some, something like that. But it was a chick who like it. Sitting back, smiley like that, faces, you know nigga. I mean? Did it work? Did it work? No. Nah, that nigga said no. Nah. Like, nah, bitch, you played me in the past. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. But I mean, I, I have, I, I've slid in a few DMs. That became successful since. <laughs> you got some celebrity pussy since you've been on. God is good. I. I God is good. good. That means yes. Clap your hands. Clap, clap, clap your goddamn God, head. He didn't got the golden goose Shut and up. laid the egg. God Shut bless. <laughs> hey, that's Shut what's up. up. You ain't fucking regular hoes no more. That's a that's a blessing. 
You stick in your dick and go. That's what's up. That's what's up. But you got to tread carefully as you, you know, continue to rise in this industry. For sure, for sure. And I don't take nothing for granted. And I don't try to slip up. I don't put myself in situations where I feel like I could slip up because that's me not not taking shit seriously. Makes sense. What's the What's the biggest advice you've gotten from John Singleton? Um, I think the biggest advice I got from him was to fuck everything, like just to fuck everything. Yeah. So wait, yeah. so you out here fucking everything in these streets? Nah, 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 you nah, out here dropping dick nah, all nah, from nah, coast nah. to coast. Fuck. Hey, listen, <laughs> when you turn Tupac, fuck everything. You gonna he get so me, much pussy. He told no, me that playing. being being. How I guess my entry into entertainment, uh, being how it was, who I played, he told me that I, I would get a lot of, you know, like a lot of, I wouldn't get a lot of backlash, but just be careful because shit, you know what I mean? You're not playing, you're playing someone who a lot of people know and idolize and playing a, a humongous figure. So you got to be prepared if when it comes out, there's just people who's going to hate you. There's just going to be people who don't know you and just don't want to fuck with you and, and you got to be cool with that and that's something that a lot of people who get into the industry can't can't deal with and he said that he's like there's just a lot of stuff that people cannot deal with but you have to have a thick skin you gotta it's just like tunnel vision so from since then and that was the first thing i learned he was like the first mentor i had when i moved out here so i learned from him and i appreciate that and you know i trained my mentality that way i learned Word, word. That's what's up, man. That's just some real, that's some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Understanding those gems that are being dropped on them. That's real shit right there. Positive. Okay. That was all very interesting banter about uh, your personal life. You know what I'm saying? Who you fucking and all that shit. Uh, so I want to know a scenario of, like, what would you do? Okay. Um, more so in, we're taking it from, like, the premise of, um, like, juice. Okay. Right. So we're keeping it all you know, Tupac themed, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? While getting to know you, because I want to pick your brain a little bit. Um, what would you do if you finally had your big break, but one of your closest friends' actions had the potential to make you miss your blessing? Like in the scenario of Juice. Q just gets his shot. DJ just get on, you know what I'm saying, all the shit. And then his mans kills his mans. So now he got heat on him for some shit that they did right. while they was together and, they was, and he was alive. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now potentially fucking up his shot to really shine. What would you do if one of your friends, all because because you've been um, reiterating about how you have a close knit relationship with your crew and your people from um, New York? Yeah. So I want to know, like, because you know we all got people like, I, well, I don't know about other people, you know, I got people, you know, I'm sitting locked up, people that died, certain situations from streets or certain situations from broken homes where people have unfortunate circumstances that you know what I'm saying they're going through, but you're connected to them from being growing up with them, going to school with them, and then your friend while you getting on. So all the different things that people go through, you know what I'm saying? Because like now. Mark got the money. Mark on TV. So if I get locked up, he can bail me out. Mark got this. Mark got that. You know what I'm saying? If I need something, Mark got it. You feel what I'm saying? So what would you do in a scenario like that when one of your friends could be blocking your blessing? I think me and my friend going to have to... Well, I'm going to have to check my friend. We're going to see each other. Are you I, fighting? I mean, nigga... <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're a punk, nigga. But I ain't know you. You know what I'm saying? You be out here it, like... It, it, it doesn't have to be a fight. You know, it don't even got to be a fight. But I feel like I'm going to check my friend. My friend going to... We're gonna have to sit and we're gonna have to have a conversation about what you doing, you feel me? Because ain't nobody about to block my blessings, friend or not. And I feel like that could happen and potentially, I don't know, it depends how that altercation go, because we could just not be friends from there. Mm -hmm. You know? So like, what is the scenario that is possibly, you know, occurred? 
exactly. that has that is you know been a situation where you had to cut somebody off because they could be a, I've had, a virus in your you know yeah towards your career. I've I've I mean some family, some extended family who I've you know hardly had relationships with reach out now because and it goes back to the question you had on the paper about um, having this idea of fame. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you see me on TV, you feel you can call and. Like, yo, let me, yo, let me hold 4,000 real quick. 4,000, shit. You know what Please. I mean? It, 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 Somebody asked you for four bands? Four bands. It, it, yes. Fuck. Yes, but I, I'm so numb to it now because that's that's what happens. Like, that's that's what it, that's what happens. Like, a lot of people have this idea of what it's like and they see you here or see you there and expect it to just be something that it could not be. You know what I mean? And regardless of anything, you can't... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I won't call no nigga and be like, yo, let me get four. I, I can't do that. So mm-hmm. I feel like you, people can't put themselves in that situation. Um, yeah. So that's been something that's yeah. like recent, like with family members and things of that sort. For sure, it's been family members. It's been, you know, niggas I went to school with in second grade who we ain't see each other since second grade type shit. Like, a lot. How about you, Vic? I want to know about you. What you think? Like, what would you do in that type of scenario? Like, you know, a homie of yours or somebody, you know what I'm saying, that, that, you know, you fucked with since you was a youngin', put yourself in a, you know, jeopardizing situation, put, uh, put you in a jeopardizing situation because of your relationship. How would you handle that? <clears throat> um, probably the same exact thing, for real, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna, you're gonna have to see me in some type of way, for sure. Like, you know, hopefully it's like, in, not in, no. your, in your scenario, <laughs> it just may be a physical <laughs> altercation. Wow, Folks just may pull up, maybe. Maybe not. The flip of the coin. You never know. You better be lucky. No, I mean, uh, I be, I be trying to be, you know what I'm saying, level-headed, kind of think, kind of think about what's, what's going to be the outcome of the shit. You feel me? <laughs> right. At the end, like, is it really not laughing. Worth it? I'm not laughing at you. Bro. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I feel you. But yeah, I be trying to think, is it like really worth it for real, for real? So mm-hmm. in that type of sense, it's like when somebody really fucking up your your bread or like your opportunities, I just really feel like that's they really don't got that much respect for you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So... It's like we want to talk about that. We have a conversation, but then after that, it's kind of like, nigga, you're not really with the plan the right plan, now. Right, so right. you're in a different lane. I'm trying to play this lane. Okay, okay. I want to know, like, real shit, because we've all you've all seen Juice, right? Juice, right. Juice, Juice. Um, what would you do if you was um, Q? What would you do? Like, and that's because that whole ordeal, like. Would you go see your man? Because not everybody's a killer. You know what I'm saying? And not everybody, like, when your friend turns, I don't know if you know what I'm saying. Y'all know of people from, you know, where y'all from that are street aggressors, you know what I'm saying? But these people are looked at and revered as, you know what I'm saying, some very, Definitely you know what I'm saying, scary people. Yeah. And not everybody can be cool with these people. So it's like, especially when a situation like that happened and it's now, you're not sure if you can trust this person. Like, yeah. how would you have handled that if you was cute? Like, would you have, like, all right, step this nigga. First of all, this nigga got me fucked up, nigga. I killed too. Fuck you mean. You know what I'm saying? Or would it have would it been just been like, a, I need to avoid this nigga any which way I can. Like... What have been the best scenario to handle that? I'm not, I'm not about to. Uh, I'm not about to avoid no nigga. Like you gonna, I mean, once again, because you gotta. Nick <laughs> is available oh, for all squabbles Monday through Sunday. <laughs> uh, book your appointments. Uh, go uh, for it. No, nah, you got. You gotta understand. Like, I mean, in the nature, we what we all do. Like we we're outside. Like we're not in the house. Like we're not secluded from nothing. So it's like at the end of the day, you are gonna have to run into somebody. If you actually in the field like that, and I don't mean you gotta be in the field in a negative way, but if you moving around, nigga, you in different places all the time. Yeah. You may stop to get gas at a random ass place just because yeah. your gas is low, and you're just like, if you got niggas that, 
you know what I'm saying? You got to be ducking and hiding from it. That's like you're going to be paranoid and anxiety and shit. Yeah. I'd rather just knock that out the way and have a conversation or whatever we got to do to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get an understanding. Yeah. It don't got to be like a, mm-hmm. oh, nigga, it's my way or oh, it's your way. Like, we're definitely going to come to a median. You feel right. me? And then yeah. as long as it got that. How about you, Brooklyn way? I was about to ask you, bro. What, me? Yeah. How about I feel about yeah. it? What would you do? Let me tell you something right now. <clears throat> Somebody looking for me, nigga. I'm looking for them, and we can motherfucking scrap right here, right now. Not just playing. Nah, the real shit. No, nah, me personally, like that whole situation. Like, I know that honestly, I would be scared. I, w- I could, I could admit and know that I would be scared because it's one thing to have beef with somebody that you don't know, and somebody that you know that all right, cool with, and I have to be tough. But if somebody that you know, they, they know your vulnerable points. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't know where they're going to attack you like that. But then that's when some of the worst enemies come from your best friends. But then in in my terms, too, like outside of being scared, it would go from literally from a fight to flight situation. You know what I'm saying? A flight to fight situation. Like I'd be like, all right, cool. Sink got me bugging out or whatever. You know, all right, you know what? Well, fuck that. Sink got me bugging out. Cool. Guns. All guns. He want to, you know what I'm saying? Wherever I see this nigga at or whatever, he better know I got guns on me. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I ain't got time to be nervous and walking around shit. I ain't none of that. You know what I'm saying? If you got guns, nigga, I got guns. Yeah, bro, like shit, like bro, like bro, like I swear to God, like it's some of the realest shit. Like I remember, and I remember this vividly, and I will never forget this when Ti was going through his thing, right, with the guns, and I heard the whole story of how everything happened, and like. From the beginning in, how his homie, you know what I'm saying, they got an argument in the club. His homie got, you know what I'm saying, he got into a fight or whatever. He hit the, the nigga first. Died? Yeah, that's when his best friend Phil got killed, you know what I'm saying, in a drive-by. Like, he killed, I mean, he uh, he punched the nigga who they got into with the scuffle or whatever. They got into a big fight. They won the fight, you know what I'm saying. Everybody got out, got out, you know what I'm saying. Niggas got beat on or whatever. They got out. Niggas got the shooting at them. Woo, woo, his niggas died, whatever. And then they kept sending threats back and forth. This is the nigga he don't know. You know what I'm saying? Never met before or whatever, whatever. Like, this is somebody that just, like, literally kind of got the king of the South shook. You know what I'm saying? And just, like, this nigga was really pressing him and to the point where, like, he was sending messages and certain things. That's why people always wonder, like, man, did T.I. snitch? Why this nigga only get a year? No, he had good-ass lawyers and a good-ass reason, you know what I'm saying, to only get that year. Like, he was literally protecting himself. Like, he was protecting his his livelihood or his family and shit like that. And the nigga was really fucking with his mental. So when that nigga had all them guns, I was like, hell yeah! Nigga, we going to war with whoever. Nigga, what the fuck? Yeah. Fuck, who do this? Nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like that—that that was my mentality. Huh? T.I. heard songs just stay strapped. Yeah, he explained the whole thing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? On that stay strapped song, he explained the whole thing. Like I'm—I I'm, guess that I'm that type of person. Shit, I'm that paranoid. Like if that's the situation, it's like okay, well I know niggas is looking for me or if this nigga, especially if he my man's like, then okay, well you know then at some point in time this button can be pushed with me. So then, if you know that, then you know what you're ready for. So I have to be extra, extra ready. Because especially, you already know me. Yeah, I'm definitely making some type of phone call. It's that level, my nigga. I'm not about to be out here and shit. But of course, now I'm not saying you got to be shooting that, but it's just preparing yourself in yeah. any manner. You know what I'm saying? Ti wasn't gonna be shooting that niggas. He to, just I'm prepared to, himself. If I'm at that level. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to just spend a little bread, nigga, and just get handled. You feel me? I'm yeah. Like, I'm trying to be like the nigga just. Just wiping Nothing your hands of the shit. You know what I'm saying? I get that. How about you? What, what's the situation? Because not everybody is violent, and violence doesn't have to, you know what I'm saying, be the answer in all the situations. But you could still be violent. It's cool. Yo, I feel like if that, again, we touched base on it the whole time around. If that's your homie, if that's your friend, and they 
my fault and they blocking your blessings and doing all that shit then they not your homie they not your friend they not cool so we're gonna have to see each other by whichever way it means hopefully it never have to get to nothing crazy because we cool and we gotta understand it you feel me so i would assume that it'll go that way if it don't then whatever end up happening it's gotta happen mm. okay. but i know from then we, we won't be fucking with each other after that it's, it's done Makes sense. I get that. You know, that's a that's an understanding. You know that we all have. You know about that type of scenario. So I want to know. Um, how does how how deep does loyalty run with you? Like within your crew and certain things. Like, what's the breaking point when it comes to someone you got to bring along with you and someone you have to keep behind? Like, what is the scenarios that like okay, you on the red carpet, everybody bring their mama. You know what I'm saying? The first time around or whatever. Next time, bring a bad bitch that you've been, you know what I'm saying? I right, had on Instagram for years. Finally got her. Cool. <laughs> then, you know what I'm saying? Depending on you go to the next awards or whatever, you got your crew with you. Or you got your entourage, all the parties and shit. Like, how do you weed out the people who you know that are your confidants and, you know what I'm saying, are, are you know what I'm saying, are the ones that you're keeping with you? You only have... I'm a loyalist person, period. I, I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm wholehearted. If I fuck with you, I fuck with you, period. You know what I mean? And if 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 you show me once after after me knowing that I never showed you disloyalty or ever mm-hmm. been disloyal to you any type of way, if you show me one time that you're disloyal in any type of way, it could be any circumstance, we done. We we're good from there. We never, it's there's there's nothing else to discuss. And then you're just done. Like that's how that's how I am. Cause I that I family I like I keep people close to me. If I fuck with you, I fuck with you. And and I love hard. Feel me? I love the people around me because they the people around me and they're the most consistent in my life. You feel me? So, fuck around, you fuck with me, then it's just, that's it. What was one of the worst parts in your career that no one knows about that you went through? I think, I think it's the silent parts that, what I talked about earlier, when I, when I have extended family who I ain't speak to since this amount of time and finding my number and calling me or, or asking for certain shit or people, you know what I mean? Like, it's, Cause that shit that fucks with you, like this, this is my everyday life now. Cause because of the career path choice that I chose to take, you know what I mean. But you just gotta know that it's what comes with the whole the whole meal. Okay. Uh, I enjoy eating off my plate. Okay. So, who do you think is the biggest influence for you within your career right now? Biggest? I don't know. I don't know about the biggest. I got a lot. Do you have siblings? Yeah. How many? I got two little sisters, little brother, uh, older sister, and older brother. Fuck y'all, a tribe. How many was that? <laughs> that? Two little sisters, little brothers. My math ain't that good. What? Six, six, yeah. six of y'all? Yeah. Y'all all grew up together? Same mom, same nah, daddy? Uh, different mama, different uh, daddy? Huh? Okay, somebody was out here fucking. Mm-hmm. Word? Cool. So how is that, you know, how are you like a motivation for them? Like, how is that, how's that, how's your relationship with your siblings? It's dope. I, my sister... My brother is like, I'm the cool, I'm the cool bro now. You know? Right, like, yeah. My, my little bro want to call me. He want me to take him to school. My, my they be seeing the jackets you be wearing and shit. That's yeah, why, yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. them yeah. jackets and them bizarre jeans, it's, nigga. That's what it be. It's dope to be able to to um, do things for them that I've never been able to see or have. And I think about like my, my little brother's birthday just passed, but for Christmas I um I bought him a trampoline. That's all he wanted. And, we lived out in Atlanta, so mm-hmm. it was this mad space, mad, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's something he was begging for, and we never had no trampoline, but we used to, I remember when I was young, I used to sneak in, 
people. Well, you should jump on mattresses. Yeah, Fuck yeah. that. A- I used to jump on trampolines <laughs> when you go to white people's house, but when you know what I'm saying, on, back in the hood, shit, we jump on mattresses, dirty mattresses. Shit, that was our trampoline. I'm not jumping on a dirty mattress, my nigga. <laughs> nigga, you wasn't having fun. Jumping on dirty mattresses and burning garbage cans, nigga, that was life. I'm not doing none of that shit. Yeah, we was outside. I'm going in the backyard to play basketball. We was outside. Yeah. We was doing that too. We was doing that too. So that's dope. That's a blessing to be. Word, word. How is it being able to talk to you? How, what's your relationship with your moms like and your, your parents? Ooh. How do they feel about, you know, certain things you've been going through and your success? They're supportive. They, um, you know, my parents don't, they don't act. They're not in the industry. None of my family is. So all that I experience, anything that I'm going through, if we're having a conversation about it, all of it is new to them. You know what I mean? So they... They rock, they rock with me, and anytime I reach out, they, you know, reach back and do what they gotta do to uh, support me. Hmm. That's good. That's good, man. Let's give it up for that, man. That's real shit. You know what I'm saying? I like that. You know what I'm saying? That's real from the heart shit. You know what I'm saying? Letting people know, man, Mark, you're a very interesting guy, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you come, you, your story is interesting. You come a long way. Now, um, uh, how much you pay for haircuts, dog? I'm asking you that on, on camera live. I don't. Do you get like a hundred dollar linings? I don't gotta pay for them. You don't gotta pay for haircuts no more. That's why you don't get cuts right <laughs> no more. Understood. Yeah, I was waiting to get Yo, you, you on camera cool. in front of you people. Got me yeah, lie. You can't lie, nigga. It's cool. I, I understand because I haven't seen you in magazines. You done been in magazines and shit now, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Linings crisp. I cool. I get it. <laughs> I get it, my nigga. It's either you're paying a lot right now, and you cool with my 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 youngin, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Ohana Bam. You know what I'm yeah. saying? My young nigga. You gotta get him up yeah. on here too. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that's my yeah. that's my son. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely gonna get him up here. You know what I'm saying? He popping doing his thing out in Chicago. But I remember one time, nigga, I seen you on the nigga snap, nigga. You bought an eighty dollar slice of pizza, nigga. Thought I wasn't what? gonna bring it up. Yeah, folks oh, is with no, it. And he got a Jeep outside. Oh, I'm lying. If I'm lying, I could go to he don't Brooklyn got a yellow a Jeep slice. outside. If I'm lying, he don't got a well, yellow Jeep, Jeep outside. Because I got a Camry, nigga. That's why. You parked right next to almost hit my shit. I never paid for Your car was too goddamn big for the parking spot. Listen, bro. It was an $80 slice of pizza, bro. Yo, residual checks are where it's at, nigga. Bro, I don't know this where, 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 what artist yeah, I look I like, but whoever I look like, I'll play Meek Mills. Fuck it. I'll play Meek Mills in a bi- biopic. I ain't tall enough, but I will. Because if that's the checks it's getting, if you getting $80 piece slices of pizza, I will be Meek Mills good. in a biopic. That was good. Because this I nigga like Tupac. That yeah, let that be known. Put that on camera. Uh, audition time, let it be known. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'll but pay eighty dollars for a slice of pizza. I'd rather be endorsed by whatever pizza I pay eighty dollars. It's cool. And I shouldn't it's be cool. paying if I'm endorsed. Humble by. is is the good way to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Humble. I wouldn't do it. That's a light bill, my nigga. I wouldn't pay eighty dollars for a slice of pizza. But God bless you, man. That means God. you're in good spirits. Shake my hand, God. brother. Shake, no, no, shake my hand. It's okay, you. Slice, you are okay. So now niggas don't want niggas to be mine. It's okay. It's cool, crazy. man. It's cool. Well, uh, yeah, whatever, nigga. It's cool. You, listen, pizza. listen. I don't know who. Nigga, you. It's okay, nigga. Hey, it's okay, bro. Because I remember, and I vividly remember, because I didn't forget that shit. I'm like, if I ever see this nigga again, I am going to bring up that slice. Watch, I'm going to call Bam. Watch, when I call Bam, I'm going to call Bam, and I'm going to ask him. He's going to be in the air. That's what I'm saying. He's going to put you out. He's going to put you out. Well, uh, man, Mark, I really appreciate you coming through, man. It's been been forever since we kicked it. We need to kick it again, bro. You know what I'm saying? 
I hope you don't be on no Hollywood shit. I want to come to the magic nigga. parties too. <laughs> I see you know what what me, nigga. Yeah, this, all this is on camera, G. How, you can't how deny it. First of all, I'm going to put it before we even get off here. Let me tell you. I seen Mark again after like three years at a party, right? I seen him at a pool party and I had the number Mark had, right? I'm like, yeah, Mark, I'm going to hit you up. This your number? Oh, hell no, bro. I ain't had that number in years. Oh, really? Really? So he changed the number on everybody. When you get famous, you change the number. It's cool. I understand, Mark. We I get, I get seen each how it goes. At a pool party, I get at a how it goes. Pool party downtown, and we chopped You're it at up another and level. It. And the first thing You're too, at another was level, like, bro, I respect you know it. what? I got to get you on the show. I said, bro, Period. hell yeah, I'm coming, and I'm here now. And and that so shake my hand, brother. You know shake my, my head. Yo, give it up for that. You know what I'm saying? I can cut this word. He came through. You know what I'm saying? Real nigga. Yeah, I hit him up. He texts me back. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. I appreciate that, nigga. This nigga like DJ Envy. He be holding shit in. Yeah, hey, listen. Half, but I'm here to tell hey, you. Hey, listen. I understand that. But it's cool, though. You know, just just like DJ Envy. You know what I'm saying? I was always ready to run the fade, so it's cool. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't text me back, I was like, all right, cool. Let me see this nigga at another pool party. Yeah, yeah. He gonna have to see me. Soon as bro hit me, I'm like, I'm dead. Yeah, man. Man, I love you for that, man. I appreciate you for what y'all doing here for real. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's word, man. That's word. Yeah, give it up for that, man. That's real shit, man. That's word, man. You've been such a great guest, man, answering all my dumbass questions. Uh, give the people your uh, your social media handle. You know what I'm saying? Let them know where they can follow you at and whatnot. Follow me on uh, Instagram, M-A-R-C-C-R-O-S-E. My name Mark Rose. And also, uh, I'm just going to put him on the spot again. If this nigga don't put this shit on his Instagram or in his feed, we now know that he didn't. And I'm putting it on YouTube right now. So everybody else is here witness. Motherfuckers don't be wanting to put this shit out and advertise it. No, nigga, I'm calling you out on camera, nigga. I'm not one of them niggas. Yes. So I understand he only got nine posts, but it's cool, though. We still, you know what I'm saying? We still out here. So tell him your handle one more time so they can follow you, nigga. See all your... Um, your, your model pictures. Now, you on some modeling shit now, too, bro. You on some... Yeah, I'm trying to be on everything, dude. What? I mean, it, it's, it's yeah, what's the next bad. project for you, though? I'm working on a lot right now. I'm um, really trying to get my model management going, too, now that I have. Now that I'm able to get into rooms that I wasn't able to get into before. So Who you signed with? That. Uh, ICM. ICM, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my agent. That's, but they don't rep me for modeling, so right now I'm looking for that right now. Okay, um, so shout out to modeling. You know what I'm saying? My nigga out here, he yeah, got nine great posts. Universe. Not many, but you know what I'm saying? Quality. <laughs> Yo, let me pull up, bros. Hey, no, nah, no, nah, we ain't talking I'm, about me. Listen, hey, listen, I, I don't got 100,000 followers. Trust me, yeah, I ain't out here. Make sure y'all yeah. follow me, man. I appreciate y'all continue to support me. And it's dope. I appreciate to be here. Man. Oh, of course, man. We thank you. We appreciate you, my brother. Vic, let them know where they can follow you at, B. Follow me at Vic the Ruler. That's spelled with an A. Uh, follow the brand, Act Right LA. A-C-T-R-I-T-E-L-A. Yeah, type in with us. We're going to fuck with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you already know, your boy, you can follow me at uh, Tungat Jokes. That's T-U-N-G-O-T-J-O-K-E-S. And uh, if you think our show was dope, if you think our show was dumb, we don't get no fuck. We did it the dab way. Let's give it up one more time for Duce and Backwoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch y'all next time. And we out. Yeah.